Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, you're listening to the Adventure and Pummel on W4CY. Pipe Man here on the Adventures Pipe Man W4CY Radio, and I'm very excited about our next guest. And what a badass rocker metalhead we have on with us from a badass band. And I just have to say that right off the bat because you guys are going to love this. Even my rep at Napalm Records, this is their favorite, her favorite release of like the year. She was like, so excited about this and i've known her for a while so if, if she was excited i was excited and then i i saw why so i'd like to welcome to the show Brittany slaves from unleash the archers how's it going it's going great we're in south florida with hurricanes covid stupid people and i'm doing an interview <laughs> with you <laughs> <laughs> oh, all the planets have aligned there you go what's really cool is some of, one of the things I miss from way back about music nowadays is because we have, you know, this track, track, track and streaming thing going on, songs have gone away. They're, they're just tracks. There's no like there's no experience like used to be you would listen to music and you could go to a very different place. And usually you would want to, especially a time like this, you want to disappear to somewhere else in your head. And that's exactly what you guys do and what you do on this album. It, it's, it's an experience. It's not just a song or an album or music. It's a full-out experience. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, we definitely wanted it to be that way. Stupidly, you know, writing in this day and age. <laughs> um, a whole record that really needs to be li- listened to from the beginning to the end uh, when, for the most part, people are consuming media and playlists and you know, singles on Spotify and that kind of thing, building your own playlist, whatever it is, you know, that you like to do is the exact opposite of sitting down and, you know, sure, maybe putting pulling up the whole record on Spotify or purchasing the whole thing on iTunes or, um, you know, holy cow, buying a CD and putting it into a CD player. You know, it's just kind of not the way that we do things now, but we definitely wrote the record that way. And we worked on every single piece of this album to make sure that it fit right with the piece that came before and came after. So every track is 
was carefully dissected and to make sure that it sounds right and feels right and um, and that it tells the story and but it's still um, you know meaningful in a different way to every person that listens to it and catchy and you know there's no riff that doesn't belong there there's there's no fodder there's no you know well we just throw this in there to make up time we didn't do any of that we really focused on each and every song and um, made an album that's meant to be listened to front to back and uh, hopefully people are willing to do that and and give it a shot you know if if they just discover one single and kind of are wondering what's you know what the rest of the record is about I really hope that they take the time to to give the whole thing a shot. Yeah, you know, I I think that's something that the younger generation nowadays is missing out on, but fortunately it's coming back. I'm seeing a lot of this come back. You know, cuz I remember, you know, back in the 80s I would sit on my balcony, get a new album, and I would just put my headphones on and listen to an album from cover to cover like 10 million times and <laughs> and just be in awe of all the artwork and you know it was so cool to get an album and what and open it up and wonder oh what's going to be inside there it, it was to me music was auditory visual and kinesthetic whereas it's like i don't know why but they want to take away the visual and the kinesthetic out of it and i, I remember you know for people that don't know what that means, auditory means like there are certain people that like sound. There's visual, certain people like visual, and kinesthetic is feeling. And I remember taking a music class in college, and when they described how to write a hit song, <laughs> it, it has to appeal to all three of those people to be a hit song. And the one song that they mentioned that was the ultimate at that time song to describe that was stairway to heaven nice and you know and then after they said that to me i was thinking to myself you know that makes sense because like in that song it's like there's three parts to the song and they're all like very different so they do appeal to different people and uh i think that's what your music does is it you know it's not just you're hearing it you're, you can visualize it, you can, and you feel it. And I think that's what makes it badass. Oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. And then, you know, then you watch the videos, and then, then, <laughs> there you go. That That's it right there. And, you know, you are very into the whole creativeness of it, the concept. Even the album cover is, like, really cool. It, you know, I read something where it says it's like old school, like 80s sci-fi. And I read that before I looked at the album cover. And then I looked <laughs> at the album cover. I'm like, yeah, totally. Like it it reminded me of shows I would watch back then, you know. So tell us a little bit about your thought process with all of that. Um, yeah, the artwork is I think super important still to this day, even though we're not flipping through records in a record store trying to see what grabs us physically, we're still scrolling through, uh, you know, MP3s. And a lot of times I look at, you know, new, new music Friday and I take a look at the artwork and that kind of tells me a lot about the band. Okay. We've got a black metal band here or, Oh, this looks like it's going to be symphonic or this is going to be folk or this is going to be power or whatever, you know? And a lot of times the, the artwork is really kind of what grabs me and what makes me choose what I'm going to listen to first. So it was really important to us that the artwork reflected what this album is all about, which is telling a story. And um, when we approached Adam Burke about it, 
he he got it right away. And basically, all I did was explain to him what was happening in the scene. And I said, you know, we really want this exact moment in time to be depicted on the cover. Um, And it's the moment when the immortal, who's our hero, sees the matriarch, who is our villain, for the first time after, you know, 50 years. So... Um, I think he really captured the energy of that moment and uh, just did a great job making it visually appealing. And, and yeah, exactly. I'm a huge science fiction fantasy nerd. I've been reading books um, since as, you know, as quickly as I could. Um, and it, it, it's just kind of what I was hoping for. I wanted it to look like a 70s dime store science fiction novel. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and I think he just did a, you know, did a great job and really hit it out of the park. Yeah, and two things I want to say about that. Number one is, you know, back in the day before you could listen to music first, I bought albums based on the look on the album cover. Like, I didn't even know what it sounded like. You know, it's like, man, this is a cool album cover. And, you know, you got your album cover, had it been back then, I would have bought it in two seconds because I would (laughs) have been like, oh, that's cool. And then... You know, it it is pretty funny, like, I don't know about you, but as far as I go, I, like, when these sci-fi movies and TV shows from back in the 70s and 80s, when they remake them now with all the special effects, I don't like the new. I like the old cheesy stuff better. I like, like you know, one of my favorite uh, shows when I was a kid was Lost in Space. And, mm, then, yeah. and, then, and then when I saw the movie, and, you know, the movie's okay, but because I was so into the show, I was like, yeah, like the movie doesn't really depict what the show really was. Or, or you know, Land of the Lost was another one of my favorites. Like if the sleeve stack and Land of the Lost are not these cheesy, stupid things, it, was, it wasn't any good. I don't want them to be high tech. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. I feel you on that one big time. I mean, um, one one movie that has been one of my favorites is The Thing. And oh, yeah. I really didn't think that it needed a remake like it was so good and the remake okay granted it was it was great they did a really nice sort of homage to the original and um they didn't change like a thing but the old movie still held up so i just didn't really understand you know why it needed to be done but um there are some movies out there that you know maybe could go with an update and there are some that couldn't so It's kind of, I guess it's to each their own a little bit on that one. But Donna, my favorite movie of all time is Willow. And there's so many rumors about like remaking that. And I'm just like, don't you dare. <laughs> well, yeah, it's like, well, and you know what I think it is too. It, like even in my case, you're so used to one way that it's like, please don't make it different. Just mm-hmm. make a different movie type yeah. of thing. Uh, and I think that holds true for a lot, even like horror flicks. Like I still think the best Texas Chainsaw Massacre was the original one, not all the remakes. Yeah, there there's so many movies like that. But if you didn't experience the original one, or maybe you're somebody growing up in, the, in this age, it's like, oh, that stuff's really cheesy, you know. I think if I were in this day and age, and I saw some of that old stuff, I'd be like, what is that? <laughs> I have so many friends that always talk about Labyrinth and how much it did for them when they were young and everything. And I never saw that one. And I tried, I tried to watch it, but it's so that kind of stuck in that era of, I don't even know, (laughs) puppets or um, bad visual effects and weird storyline. And I just, I couldn't do it. It's just like, oh, nope, doesn't stand the test of time. Sorry. (laughs) There you go. So, 
since you're a, a sci-fi nerd, what's your what was your favorite of all time sci-fi TV show? Uh, I mean, I wasn't really uh, like a huge TV nerd, I guess you could say. Um, I did enjoy The Next Generation, but probably my favorite is Deep Space Nine, Star Trek. Um, but, I mean, there's been so many shows, obviously, X-Men and... Um, uh, like I mean, I'm talking like animated X-Men from back in the '90s, right? right. And uh, X-Files, and um, there was like this one show that lasted like one year that was really cool, Continuum, and it was filmed in Canada. And there's been like a million that I've really enjoyed, and they never seem to hang around, except for X-Files. I guess would probably be the one thing that was that w- managed to stand the test of time. Um, and I discovered Doctor Who a little bit late, so. That I mean, that show's awesome. I went back and I watched them all, and uh, there's you know there's a lot out there, but it's hard for them to to make it in this this day when everybody just wants drama and reality and all that sort of stuff. And so it's nice to see it kind of making a resurgence with things like Netflix. I mean, yeah, that's where I go for my science fiction these days. I think they're kind of hitting it out of the park with a lot of their stuff right now. So no doubt, it's awesome. You know, and uh, it's funny you brought up Trek because to me. The only one is Captain Kirk Star Trek, you know, <laughs> and so, so it's like it, it is an example of what you get used to and stuff. Because Next Generation, I was like, eh, it's okay, and then I right. just couldn't even get into Deep Space Nine, and probably not because it was bad. It was mm-hmm. just because I was just so loyal to the really, really cheesy Spock and <laughs> Captain well, Kirk and all them. That was your Star Trek, right? Yeah, Obviously. So exactly. yeah, and so Deep Space Nine was mine. Next gen was all reruns. That's I didn't get to see like when it was really happening, right? So it was kinda and you know, and the young kids these days, Discovery is their Star Trek. So which is a rad series. I think they're doing really well. Or Picard even, you know, which maybe wasn't quite as what I thought it was gonna be. Hopefully they'll pick it up in the next season uh, a bit, but you know, it's it, yeah, it, it's all about context and just kind of where you are at and wh- what you're, you know, how susceptible you are to to the science fiction world around you kind of a thing. If it's just a TV show to you or if it's something something better, you're going to be a Trekkie for life. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, yeah, totally. Because, I mean, like Captain Kirk Trek, I mean, I watched that every single night like that. I, mm-hmm. I remember being in college and. Basically, I would I worked like 80 hours a week while I was pulling like 17 credits a semester. And then I would take my study break at midnight to watch Star Trek every night. That's awesome. <laughs> you know, and uh, so, yeah, I mean, but your this album uh, is absolutely phenomenal. Uh, and there's a lot of cool bonus stuff I was seeing. Like you had a purple vinyl that is already sold out. And uh, there's a seven-inch bonus vinyl. Why don't you tell us about all the cool things uh, uh, that people can pick up for this album? Sure. Um, yeah, we really wanted to focus on limited edition stuff because that's kind of that's the fun part, really. You know, when you have something that no one else has and it can be a part of your collection, and um, you know that you won't find it uh, down the road for ten bucks. You know, kind of a thing. And uh, so we had, I think it was five limited edition vinyl variations so we did three which are all um sold out now i think we might have a little bit of the 
Corona, which is, yes, that is a, oh a design <laughs> that you can do on a vinyl. And that, of course, the second I saw that, I was like, yep, we're doing a Corona print. Um, <clears throat> we got green and black Corona, a little bit left. I haven't checked it in, in a while, so um, they could still be there. And then Napalm did, has done two limited edition colors. I think purple is all sold out, but I think they have done a blue one now as well. And uh, those are those are all limited to 100 and then uh, we, we did an earbook, which is like kind of like an art book, which has all of the artwork and a lot of photography of us, like during recording and all that kind of thing. And then it also has the lyrics and the story, which is a really, you know, kind of what makes that one super unique. And it's basically just a kind of short version of it. One page per song, just explaining what's going on in that song story-wise. Because uh, Abyss is a concept record. So I just kind of wanted to make the book unique, give it something special, and something that the fans that managed to grab a copy will really cherish um, until the end of time, hopefully. And then like some really cool artwork on t-shirts. We had one artist... Um, do two exclusive t-shirts for napalm and then our guy bo bradshaw who always does our stuff did two uh, exclusive shirts for uh, our indie merch store shop and yeah like just so much cool merch for this record we really put a lot of time and effort into designing it all and making sure that you know it's all kind of perfect and goes with the theme and everything and yeah it's been really really great run for sure Love it, love it. And I love that you have all this cool stuff, uh, you know, because I think that's one of the greatest things about Napalm Records because they still all do all of that cool stuff where not every record label does. So uh, I definitely uh, recommend everybody check you out. Uh, how can they connect to you guys on social media? How can they uh, buy all the merch and, you know, get the album when it drops on the 21st? All that good stuff. So you can purchase it online from IndieMerchStore.com or from NapalmRecordsAmerica.com. And then we're on all the usual social medias, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. If you want to, you can follow us on Bands in Town, which is a really killer app that actually notifies you, like not just scrolling through a feed hoping to see when your favorite band hits the road. It will notify you when a band that you follow is coming within whatever um, kilometer circumference or sorry I should say mile circumference around you that you choose so that's a really great app for um, when we announce all of our tour dates which hopefully happen <laughs> <laughs> um, with the, everything's being booked for 2021 right now but you know it's all kind of up in the air so no expectations no disappointments but we are working on stuff and then uh, lastly we're we're on twitch so if you want to come hang out with us on twitch.tv forward slash unleash the archers or forward slash Brittany slays uta or forward slash uh andrew kingsley uta we're all we're kind of hanging out on there quite a bit these days and it's a lot of fun and playing video games and making music i love it you know it it, it all makes sense that you're on twitch like the minute you said <laughs> that i'm like well that makes sense and i love it <laughs> uh all right well cool you have any final words you want to leave our listeners with uh, just thanks for listening and thanks for your time and hopefully you like the new record I know they'll love it I love it and I definitely think they should check it out and thank you so much for uh, making us some great music during these times well thanks for having me appreciate it
Thank you for listening to the Adventures of Pipe Man on W4CY Radio. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.